0: We're back. We're back. Oh, it's taken Baby. a little while. It's taken a little while. This uh, working life's hard to adjust, but my name is Tom Doar. I'm joined by Bailey Parker, and this is the Holy Grail Podcast. I tell you what, I think it's been about bloody 10 weeks or more since we've uh, sat here in this spot. Um, last a super time... Hiatus, super Yeah, hiatus. it has been a super hiatus. Last time we were here... Uh, What was happening? Bloody India were doctoring pictures to spin out England (laughs) and um, footy just still seemed like it was months away. Anyway, it's here. It's bloody cold. We're wearing a jumper. (laughs) We're right in the thick of it. And um, it's round three in the AFL, round four in the NRL coming up and we've got a lot to catch up on. How you been?
1: I've been really, really good. Um, We've been... Moving into the new, new place, uh, you'd be shocked to know that uh, we have to move again. Uh, we love moving, that's our favourite oh. thing to do. Um, but I feel like we've found our, our destiny here, mate. I feel like we're, we're going to be here for 52 weeks. Uh, notice it wasn't 12 months exactly, it was noted as 52 weeks. Okay, on our, okay. On our application. Okay. Uh, but I'm excited. There's going to be a fair few Holy Grail podcasts coming out of this room and... Boy, oh boy, we've got some work to catch up with. Absolutely, and it'll be interesting to see how this uh, whole big open
0: plan lounge room goes as far as sound. Um, let's just call this one a 12 Prospect Street test run, and um, hopefully, the qualities are all right. Sweet.
1: All right. AFL.
0: Well, just before we get into the AFL, oh. I just wanted to uh, chat quickly about State of Origin that was on tonight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, the New South Wales Marsh One Day Cup Super Team, involving uh, Warner, Smith, Cummins. Enriquez, Cummins, Hazelwood, Hazelwood Stark, Lyon. There, yeah. Yep, uh, they yeah disposed of Queensland pretty easily as expected. So New South Wales one up in the state of origin already. Good yeah. to see him
1: getting on the front foot. The only two names in that in that um New South Wales team that played today that. Might not know if you're a, a massive cricket fan like Tom and I, are Matt Jilks and Daniel Hughes. So Hughesy, he got, he, got hit yep. he hit a ton. Hughesy um, hit a ton, yeah, a ton. And
0: Matty Jilks is 21 or something, up and yeah. coming keeper. So he's got plenty of cricket out of him. So look, Fun unreal. i t- actually played with that bloke. So. Oh, <laughs> little flex, <laughs> little flex. <laughs> um, so, they disposed of Queensland, and they chased 204 in 33.2 overs. Yeah, just a couple um, of spots. As, as expected with the Australian team coming up against the state side. Yeah. But, moving on to more important things, the AFL. We've got plenty, the plenty to catch up on, mate.
1: The AFL's back. We're excited. We get to watch footy. There's something happening on a Thursday night. Not very often in the Aussie summer. Is there something happening, sporting-wise, on a Thursday night? Like, you can catch up on a bit of test cricket here and there, but it's not happening at the time. Unless you've you've struck gold and you've got an Adelaide day-night test. But um, the AFL's back, and boy, oh boy, there's a few upsets. There's a few up-and-down roller coasters. There's a couple new rules that are just embarrassing well, it's interesting and it's interesting it's it's a little bit of a change i tell you what
0: just on that first one though being able to come home on a thursday night bloody this full-time teaching gig i tell you what <laughs> taking it out of me <laughs> um and today obviously good friday coming up so we only got the four weeks uh the four day week so i was like uh, just felt like a thursday today yeah. like thursday got one more to go t- tomorrow um and i came home and i was like oh Footy on the telly, surely, surely. And then I was like,
1: shit, it's pretty Wednesday.
0: Anyway, um, looking forward to that tomorrow.
1: Yeah, of course. So, round one. Round one kicked off with a few absolute bangers of matches and a couple of actually massive upsets. Um, Thursday night footy, there's no better way to bring bring the season in than have a massive clash at the MCG between Richmond and Carlton. Um, Now, in previous years... That has usually
0: been a whitewash. Cool. However, just quietly, Shane Edwards actually came out, obviously Richmond Premiership legend three time. Um, he came out and he said, it's really nice to play in Carlton's grand final every single year. <laughs> 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 That's a bit of a flex.
1: That's a bit of a flex. Um, but obviously Richmond, they along came away with the win. 105, 15-15, 105 to 11-14-80. Um, Carlton were, I thought, pretty unreal. I thought they against, were really impressive. Against ex-premiers. Yep. Um, scraping the bottom of the barrel last year. Coming up with a few more new players. At those, those Paddy Cripps and and, um, and the, the likes have just matured a little bit. Yep. Um, the ball is just... Paddy Cripps was unbelievable. Just untackleable,
0: if that's a yeah. word. I'm going um, with it. But Carlton were right in this. Like This oh, they result, were. they've... They've lost by 25 in the end. They should have only lost by... That. They're only a two-goal worse side than Richmond. But yep. I think... And, like, they showed really good signs early. Mm. Like, But I think Richmond, just as good teams do, they might have taken a little bit to get into it. But when they needed to, they just flexed that muscle and
1: I th- did I, what they needed to do. The biggest thing I took away from it is uh, the Blues. They started every quarter absolutely firing off all cylinders. Um, and then... As the the quarter progressed, you know, it got to that seven minutes to go, you could see that the mids were starting to lose their legs. And Richmond had kicked two or three just at the end of the quarter, and it would just keep them in front for the until the fourth quarter. As the fourth quarter came around, they lost their legs completely by ten minutes ago, and Richmond ran away with this one. Yeah. Um, Dustin Martin, the best on ground performance thirty one disposals, two goals, two. Just doing Goat type things. He's, I don't know if he's quite ready to be called the goat yet, but I'll tell you what, he's well on his way to being up there in the conversation. If he continues to track like he has since
0: 2017, yeah, 2016, 17, like since then, he has just gone up and up and up, and I think he's only 28 or 9. Oh, I couldn't even tell. I it, think, I think he's, he's still 29. Got, he's, so he's still got three years of prime footy oh, yeah. plus some change where he can probably just go forward and just pretty much play out of the goal square mm. like, which, which, like Daz did until all those years and still be effective oh, like yeah. he could have a lot of I don't know he, he could be
1: a three, four, five time round, round oh, no medalist 100% which brings me on to my next topic yep. apart on this on this game Paddy Cripps he is undoubtedly one of the best ball users ball getters um possession makers in the game uh and one of the most influential players in the game but is he arguably one of the best players in the game at the moment oh, i don't think so and i think that he's got a little way to go due to his uh one of my good friends brought this up uh due to his lack of a being a forward a mid slash forward he, he can't go forward. He can't yeah. get goals. He so you, you see Danger and uh, Fife be able to go forward. And
0: Dusty, obviously.
1: I, Isaac, Isaac Haney comes to as a mid is just turn himself into a forward to kicks three most nights. Uh, like, obviously doesn't get the, the, I suppose, the ball type uh, demeanour that Cripps um, does. does. But, you know, you've got to be able to adapt yourself in the game at the moment. And Paddy Cripps arguably isn't doing that enough and I think that's where he's lacking in his game at the moment um he had one behind 28 disposals 8 kicks 20 handballs two marks had just had a lot of impact around those stoppages um but beyond that so do you think no. you, do you think you're saying that to be
0: one of those genuine elite like as in top 5 players in the mm. comp you need more than just to be an absolute inside ball, just like a gun midfielder. You need to be more than that now.
1: I I definitely agree with that. Yep. I think um, a good example of that's probably Josh Kennedy from the Swans. He's he's mm. one of those ball type players, just a really hard ball getter, but he's not very adaptable. He's he kind of if that's his one job and he's very good at it. Yeah. But would you argue that he's one of the top five mids in the game at the moment? probably not nah, he doesn't even really spring to mind he wouldn't even early. be in the top 10 probably yeah, yeah so you know like yeah that's no, a fair, fair point fair point um and then the last thing that i would say ed kern i oh, is, is he the unofficial ryan crowley of the current era yeah like, <laughs> well, i would have didn't even know that guy until you know a couple months ago when yeah I started getting the tags of being a Oh well, Another he's defensive he's, mid. He's been
0: doing it for a long time, but he's one of those ones that just keeps on keeping on. Yeah, snuck under the covers a little bit. Uh, you're the you're the round one cover, round so one. keep on keeping on.
1: So next game, Collingwood Western Bulldogs. This was touted to be one of the games of the of the round. I think um, Western Bulldogs added a lot in uh, depth across the ground, including adding Collingwood's arguably best player, Adam Shalor. Um, he had a shaky start unfortunately uh, but he got the win with the Bulldogs with his new team new colours um, the Bulldogs end up winning by uh, that's maths Bailey 18 17 points 17 points so um, a pretty good game I thought it was a pretty competitive game I felt it course. was it was almost similar to that Richmond and Carlton one in a way
0: that the Bulldogs were the better team as you knew Richmond were the yep. whole time and Collingwood sort of threatened and threatened, but just the class, like oh, yeah. when you've just got that depth of class, that yeah. Richmond and the Bulldogs, and we'll get onto Port later, but mm. these top teams, they've just got depth. Like yeah. you stop one, two, or three of them, yeah. but there's just, it's your four, five, six yeah. sort of top players that, like, you just can't
1: stop all of them. Someone's going to get on top. Big time. Um, Darcy Moore is playing in his own realm at the moment. He um, has followed... Tom will talk about um, about round two next, well, not, next time. I might but just follow on now yeah, because Darcy Dar- Moore is... Ugly. Darcy Moore is arguably running for a brown low at this stage as a half-back, f- back-pocket, full-back kind of role, just doing whatever he wants yeah. to do and just dominating at every... He's making forwards look stupid. Oh. He, looking soft and he's... Slenderman If I've seen it He is unreal He's marking
0: capacity But then he's Like He can win those One on one tussles He Mm. can take intercept marks Like read the game Really well Mm -hmm. He's awesome one on one But then he has Run and carry as well Mm. Going the other way Like I don't have exactly The exact numbers In front of me But I think they're round two Against Carlton Again Carlton showed signs early But just Didn't Couldn't put him away Yeah Um he had 22 disposals, including 18 intercept disposals, I think. it's ridiculous. Like, just intercept king, and then it's his ability to then go the other way with that Ooh, and actually yeah. turn that into attack. That he is... I reckon he's... I don't know, if you're picking a... Like, he's that Alex Rance type yeah. of thing. It used to be that um, conversation that if you're picking a team, who do you start with? And a lot of people put a case forward for... The first person you'd pick out of the whole competition was Alex Rance. Rance. Well, yep. is he there? Probably not yet, but he's got 13, that potential. One, yeah. Like He's in that same
1: sort of mould. So why did he fail as a forward? Because I'll tell t- you what, he was junk time down that end of the field. Because he, uh. he, he was borderline pushing a, another contract at, there yeah. at some stage. Yeah. So, you know, if, you, if you're a Collingwood fl- fan... Let us know. Type
0: into the. If they don't work forward,
1: just throw them back. <laughs> I suppose that's what happened with me. <laughs> um, I'm not working back either. <laughs> um, Bailey Smith. Bailey Smith is like. Dan, Dan Gorange brought up a good point on the List Cloggers podcast today. Bailey Smith is the AFL player you want to be. He might not be the best player in the league, but i tell you what, he's the best looking, he's the best bloke, he gets. Everything like gets the ball, he can kick goals. He, can, like,
0: you told me something he can't do. He's also like 21 or yeah. two, like, he's, he's so young and he's dominating. He is like, <laughs> he showed glimpses last year, but he is genuinely coming through. He could be like, he could nearly be the leader of this Bulldogs, um, this Bulldogs midfield, which is before, just before the end of the uh year. Which let me just run over the Bulldogs midfield. So these are from game one. So you've got uh, Bont, you've got Caleb Daniel, you've got Dunkley, got Lockie Hunter, McRae, um, Bailey Smith, Adam Trelaw, um, Libba, like Caleb Daniels, like just serious quality through there, and he could be the best of them. And then Adam Trelaw, like <laughs> yeah, oh just-, no, just Adam Trelaw. Then you just oh yeah, he's not a bad little addition, like. <laughs> Arguably, he's been one of the. I mean, yeah, he copped some flack for, yeah, the way that he
1: disposed of the ball, but he's a gun mid. In terms of stats, he's probably you know best on ground for the for the week. To be honest, he had thirty six disposals, two goals, yep. twenty three kicks, thirteen handballs. Like that's pretty fun, pretty good. Yeah, um, and like yeah, just whenever the ball was like on the ground. He was the one going for it. He was the one picking it up. Oh, he's, yeah, he's a, a very very moment. good footballer. very um, good footballer. Next game, uh, Melbourne v Frio. Melbourne won that eighty to fifty eight, and literally no one cares. <laughs> although <laughs> Melbourne, <laughs> although Melbourne have started two and none again. Who they like, play? They played Frio. They played Frio, and then and they played they play Saint St. Kilda. Saint who?
0: Kilda. I don't know. I don't know. Read into that what you want, but Melbourne are two and zero no and sitting four. Yeah. No, so. That's <laughs> Good luck
1: to him. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. If you're a Melbourne supporter or a Freo supporter, write in. Tell us what you think. Um, I really don't really. I don't care. Clayton Oliver had a good game. Yeah, really? 35 disposals. No, nah, I
0: think your exact
1: notes sum it up the
0: best. Literally, no one cares. Some balls were kicked. So some was. Some goals. So were some goals. And we'll move on to Adelaide and Geelong, where the big Texans back on. The big
1: Texans. Oh, sucks to be a Geelong supporter. He's
0: kicked five and six over the last two weeks.
1: Texan! Tex, I'll tell you what, he's making a case for. Um, Everyone's been saying, Oh, turn right, I'll be the first to admit. I've been saying, give it up, Texas. Your days are done, brother. His days were done three <laughs> years ago. Yeah. He has
0: been ages ago. Maybe, maybe we'll see a Trav Boak like resurgence where they've just like they've kept him around for some reason and that now, you can't really understand. Trav Boak runs around they both run around at bloody trying to play half forward flat and then for some reason, they just decided to pull their finger out at 31, <laughs> and they're just dominating. Absolutely oh, dominating.
1: So he's he was back on. Um, he kicked 5-2, five, 5-2. Two, five, two, um, so you know, it's pretty bloody good. Um, Tom Hawkins was there about, but... Did he win the Coleman last year, was it? That- Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, ex-Coleman, he's probably not at the greatest start through his year, but, you uh, yeah, it was a pretty good game. Uh, Adelaide ran away with it in the second term. and they, Geelong, looked, they looked really dangerous, and Geelong looked slow. Geelong looked very slow. Geelong came out in that fourth quarter and very nearly brought it back to a similar Essendon-Hawthorne yeah. situation, but yeah. um, Adelaide managed to hang on, and... Um, So, yeah. Crows
0: just looked young and excited. And the little bit that I saw, Crows looked young and excited. And Geelong just looked like their dad's army. Mm. They've recruited Higgins and um, uh, Isaac Smith at 32 and 33 or something, respectively. So,
1: talk about veteran. Like, I'll talk about it later with the GWS game. Um, Veteran presence, uh, there's plenty Mm. of it there. Mm. Not giving many of the young likes a go, but. You know, Geelong. Are, Geelong are still looking like they they want to be in contention for a flag, so they're going with what they can. Um, and some of those veteran players can really prove. Yeah. in the Finals time. Absolutely. Um, sucks to be Geelong, but you know who else it sucks to be? Paddy Dangerfield. That sucks. Oh, I actually forgot about that. Let's have a. Let's Danger. just have a real just quick steer off here. So, if, in case you don't know, Patrick Dangerfield has been suspended for three weeks uh, due to. A hip and shoulder Head clash On Jake Kelly
0: From, uh, from Smash Jake Kelly's nose up And um, gave him a serious concussion
1: Like when, And when we say serious Like A lot of blood A lot of yeah. Not knowing where the fuck he was Yeah yeah. Um, it, was, it was Stretch ugly. it off And Yeah Not not It wasn't very nice And it's The opposite of What you want to see in an AFL field And we all wish him a speedy recovery uh, But i tell you what I for someone who's played a lot of country footy, it's it's pretty tough. It's, <laughs> it's a well, fair hip and shoulder protecting himself. I, his, I he loses his argument because he left the ground when he, hit, he uh, yeah. made impact with him, um, and it was, which, which it was shows intention to hit the bloke. Yeah, and it um, was
0: it was this much light. Like yeah, Kelly had got rid of it, and he just sort of followed through. He could have he could have made contact, but he didn't have to. Absolutely smash him. Although, yeah. up until last week, you were taught that if someone gives the ball, you run through them so they can't get it back. Oh, you still told that um, in
1: um, in all your junior, in amateur, you know, amateur, yeah, like amateur like country type. Yeah, you, you don't get there to tackle them. You let them know you're about to. Yeah. So <laughs> I um I think that you know you granted to, all the AFL's rules nowadays with the tribunal and stuff like that. The suspension was fair, yeah. But if you're Patrick Dangerfield, you're feeling pretty ripped off. I think
0: it's just I've heard a few discussions like on on the couch with um, oh like John O'Brien, one of the toughest blokes who's ever to play the game and would have run through blokes, yeah, like in a heartbeat, yeah. Um, saying that pretty much just the bumps dead. Like now it's just not worth the risk of bumping. Um, they actually I watched the replay of the port and Essendon game from round two yeah. and there was one where McDonald Tip and Woody just bumped Hamish Hartlett like again exactly the same slightly yeah. late but it was just shoulder to shoulder Hartlett fell to the ground but jumped straight up no thing but they yeah. just said you just can't do that anymore because mm. you just McDonald Tip and Woody just ran the risk of a head clash or sliding up of his shoulder or anything like that well, and you just you rubbed out you're done with the
1: danger one like the thing is that got him suspended is the fact that the whiplash from him making contact with him yep. was a hit made him like yep. clash heads now if he they said if he had been a little bit lower then that head clash might not have happened and he probably would Jack Kelly would have probably got back up yep. um, and it would have been all good and Dane we playing next week still in brown looking contention and you know, other, it's, it's just how things go. So, um, and it's we'll stiff. we'll speak on another one too in the in the following week. But yeah, bit stiff on danger, but uh, sucks to be long. Uh Then Essendon Hawthorne, ninety one to ninety two. This was a clash of two spuds, arguably a thriller that no one cared about. Um, Essendon straight up suck. They just they're awful. They are an awful football team. I, I watched the replay maybe three times now between Essendon and Port Adelaide. Yeah. Now, Port Adelaide are a very good team, but I tell you what, they made Essendon look like they were playing Ozkick. They were dreadful. That was so bad. In this Hawthorne game, they got out to a 40
0: point lead, in... they were up by 40 points at half time. Yeah. You can't lose when you're 40 points up at halftime. Just like, you just can't. can't. <laughs> You've got such a buffer. Um, uh, but they did, and the Hawks got home. Timo O'Brien, I think, kicked the winner. Yeah.
1: Um, late in the last quarter, and it's just yeah. Now these um, these two two teams will fight north for the for the wooden spoon this year. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe JWS might push him for that too, yeah. but I tell you what, like they're just Hawthorne Hawthorn are better than a wooden spoon. Um, I think that they're actually not too bad. Hawthorn. Granted, they can keep away from injuries. Yeah. Um, Essendon just they're just nowhere near it. Um, Dylan Shields. Like dropped off the face of the earth he, Since he's gone to Essendon. Injured um, Injured this week too Yeah They've got a big injury Like big
0: injury list In fairness to Essendon as well But yeah. Holy dooly They've got a lot of
1: work to they do got a lot of work to, And uh, Tom Mitchell just a Disposal God um, left, you know, no, He's just he, he shouldn't have left Sydney Straight up <laughs> <laughs> But um, Yeah Tom Mitchell he, he had a good game He had 39 disposals It was a big game for him Yep. 28 of them were handballs Yep That's standard So that's standard for, standard for him Yeah um, But yeah no Essendon suck And if you're an Essendon supporter Good luck for the rest of the year Because you're going to Hate it <laughs> um, Straight up hate it um, um, Moving on North and Port No No Wait your turn uh, Wait your turn Because it's just, my turn It's, All right, it's fair, my turn fair. Flag Swarm Woohoo uh, <laughs> Sorry to everyone who just burst their eardrums. Braden Beasley, find yourself a new home, mate, because Brisbane just aren't doing it for us. They are, <laughs> your team sucks. Flag swam. Uh, Errol Gordon absolutely dominated you, and he that was his first game ever. Kick so, four. Kick four on debut. Um, he had, what do you have? No, kick three. I oh, kick three. Sorry, kick three, kick three. Nineteen disposals, seventeen kicks. So bloody good. It's not a bad, not not uh, a bad first outing. First outing. Uh, so did Logan McDonald kick three as well. He didn't get nearly as much credit for his first game either. Um, I think he might dial back on the on the influence on the game now that Big Buddy's back. But was Logan McDonald that real high drive pick? I mean, he was five or high something. Yeah, yep. yes, yep. he was. Um. The other debutante was uh, Braden Campbell, and he also, in round two, had an absolute blinder. And yep. he also got a Nab Rising, uh, Rising Star nominee, nomination. Um, but Sydney just just moved the ball like no tomorrow. Like they were so quick and they were like exciting to watch. Like anytime that uh, Jake Lloyd or Rampy or someone off the halfback got it. Um, Callum Mills. Callum Mills had an outstanding game. Anytime those boys got it, it was just lightning down to the forwards. And just Brisbane just looked lethargic. Lines Lines got the
0: jump too. They keep the first two or three.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, Swans just pretty much dominated from there. Yeah. They didn't have any. I just didn't think that they had any, like, team structure based. Like, they didn't really gel. As yeah. a midfield unit, and they didn't well, really...
0: Lockie Neal's output's been down. Yep. Um, and he looks like he could be injured heading into this weekend. So it'll be interesting to see sort of how that, how that shapes
1: up. Yep. Um, I just really like the the young core that Sydney's got coming through at the moment. I think they're a pretty exciting group, and I think that most of them are going to stick around for a while. Mm. So um, they're not quite as exciting as Port Adelaide's young lineup, oh. but I'll tell you what, they are pretty good. Um, and the Swans had an absolute flyer against arguably the the uh, tip for minor premiers this
0: year. Yeah, well, Brisbane were really highly touted. Um, um, and then Port have had the dream. They've had the dream start. They've had North <laughs> and Essendon, who I think will. I think by what do we got in twenty <laughs> in twenty bloody weeks' time? I think they will be number eighteen and number seventeen. Um, but I tell you what. Port's depth, like Port's just forward line depth is so exciting. Mm. So you just got Todd Marshall, Orazio, who has come in, and I was really sceptical about bringing him in for well, paying too much for him. We gave up 28 or 9 or something for him. Yeah. And looks like an absolute steal now. He's kicked four first yeah. game. Um, Kane Farrell, arguably one of the be- like left footer, just beautiful kick of the football. Yeah. Peter Laddams is your second ruck. Robbie Gray Charlie Dixon Zach Butters uh, Stevie Motlop has been in pretty good touch Yeah. Um, and then you throw in Connor Rosees to come in this week Yeah. Um, Toddy Marshall was a late withdrawal in round two they brought in this Mitchie Georgiades who I was talking oh. up there before uh, like in this round one game yeah. I was saying Parks he's, he's the goods anyway he rolls in next week Takes four, uh, kicks four. Oh, um, I'm so mad. just the depth, like Toddie Marshall will be, he'll be, he'll get back in, but he'll yep. have to work to get back in. Like, just depth. Yeah. Really good just, depth. Tommy Rockliffe couldn't get a game. Tommy
1: Rockliffe's on the fucking bench in the first yeah. game. No, he was the so. super sub, the bloody... Was he? The sub, uh, the injury sub. Was he? Yeah. Oh, yep. So, and I'll tell you what, we gave up a bloody gem of a player, Sydney, um, Oh, yeah I'm not really sure why But uh, You know It is what it is We had this part ways Aaliyah, Aaliyah He is One of the best backmen In the league I think I think he's so underrated It's round two But He
0: Looks as though He could be that missing piece Yeah Like poor. Like I think Orazio as a pick up Is just like A luxury Like an yeah, extra you're picking Really dangerous there. forward Who yep. Like far out I would not like to defend That forward line Um but Aaliyah was that missing piece We gave up Todd Marshall to St Kilda For some reason um, And we were just one key defender short Like yeah. a big key defender Who yeah. can take big intercept marks mm, That's Aaliyah to a T. tee layer, yeah. That's Aaliyah to a T. So he just shores up that entire lineup. Um, yeah. Dan Houston might have the best kick in the game I'm excited.
1: You can tell Tom gets Tra- a little and, and also, fight,
0: and also, so Travis Boke was on absolute fire. Three votes, T Boke again. So, if you want an early smoky for a brown low, jump on T Boke. T Boke, T always seems to poll well in brown lows. I don't think
1: I've ever seen him not in the top, like in you know, the top five or six. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's yeah.
0: always there, thereabouts.
1: Okay. Um, very good player. Next up, we've got two games to go: GWS versus Saints. GWS, they're so young. GWS uh, lost this by 8 points um, yeah, They didn't kick straight Which hurt them uh, They kicked 11 goals 12 Also Harry Himmelberg Had a real
0: opportunity there late To put them There would only been 5 minutes left Yeah, And he had a shot from 15-20 metres out Slight angle Like Should have kicked it every day of the yeah. week um, and, missed. and missed And that would have put him more than 3 goals up um, and then St Kilda kicked the last I think four yeah three of the last four and got home so that was a turning point too bad yep. kicking is bad football bad kicking
1: is bad football um, you know it's a tough one uh, the Saints led all game apart from the first quarter um, and you know, St Kilda's probably got a fair bit of a uh, fair bit of veteran power they've invested a fair bit in trying to you know, get a little bit of. Experience. They reckon it's around the around the spot. Uh, they reckon they're in that premiership window
0: and they've they've gone all out for it. Um, um, Jack Steele's looking good, but uh, have you got? Did you take anything away from this one in particular? No, no. Nah. Really. So my one was the round one feel good story was Matt Flynn after yeah, one thousand and. Oh, what a nineteen hundred and forty-two days or something like that on a list since he got uh, drafted um, over six years. So Flinny, the young boy from Noranda, St Francis boy, good on him from Leeton. Good um, on So Flinny got a gig. Yeah, Wags has given us a little a little fist bump over there. Gone out, um, Wags. He was really really good in his. I think JWS gave him uh, the. The media team gave him the team's best on it yep. was really solid um just good to see good blow good people getting a break after
1: yeah after oh, all that time like
0: real story perseverance so that was
1: something that i took away that was my feel good story actually, um, i actually know who i like what are good feel feel good stories yeah. when you follow an instagram like a team's instagram yep. page and they do those videos of when the debutants, they call mum and dad. Yep. on the phone. Yeah. You just think, fuck, what am I doing myself? I'm sitting in Wollongong, <laughs> fucking four years, I'm broke, calling dad to help me give some money. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear that. He wants to hear that I got picked up for an AFL draft. <laughs> no, nah, you're not getting that one, dad. Play, playing luck. your first game, <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm lucky, Russell. <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah, no, so that was, that was pretty awesome to see, see Flynny get a good start. Hopefully, he can um, kick on and maybe look string a few matches. Yeah, together. string a few matches together and hopefully I'm a I've got a real soft, soft spot for the Giants. Hops has started. Jacob Hoppe has started really well too. Yeah. Um, Harry Perryman looks all right. So hopefully those uh young young Riverina boys can pull them up.
1: Pull them up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I just my only thing was that I took out is um their their lack of veteran presence. I think um, their leadership group in that midfield with um, the mids that they have just aren't. I think, I think they enough. need serious.
0: So they spent next to a million dollars on Kelly, Josh yep. Kelly, only last year or the year before. They've done the same thing with Yeah. At the time, they were star-like, bordering on elite, like elite of elite midfielders. Yep. And now they're just not getting the output. No. Like They're relying on blokes like Hopper and Taranto are still coming through. But yeah. these were the established stars that were meant to lead them to a premiership in the next... Yeah. like in that 2016 2020 window it hasn't and they just look like they've they missed their mark
1: and yeah. they've got a long way to come and I think that the, the young core that they've got at GWS they've still got that like ability to go a long way so I think that they really need to start like if you're at GWS yeah. front office they need to start shopping some some things around yeah. and don't leave leave anything off the table my, I think there's a lot of things yeah.
0: um, just giant troubles was my um. yeah thing which look personally hate to see got a real soft spot for him as I said
1: yeah uh, last game of the round um, not gonna lie another one that no one gives a shit about um, West Coast Eagles versus the gold Suns look wanted, wanted Rowley to go hard uh, he got injured got injured he, that's the opposite so that's why I don't actually give a shit about this game because the only bloke that I do care about is got injured so um, you know Tim Kelly had a good game. Dom Sheed had a good game as well, but yeah, West Coast arguably should have won this by a lot more. They won by twenty five. West Coast are up there with another one of those, you know, top four teams in the league, yep. and they're just they should have probably absolutely smashed. I watched the
0: first couple of like literally the first three minutes, and mm. West Coast jumped out to a three goal to nothing lead. Mm. Uh, Gold Coast hadn't touched the ball. Yeah um and so they jumped out to that lead but then Giants sort of pegged it back looked like oh, I was just sort of following the scores but like they might be in but again good teams just seem to get it done yeah 100%. get it done they might take a little bit to sort of work into it but 100% all right so we've taken a we've taken a fair bit of time to get through our round 1 i might try and skim over round 2 a little yeah, bit so we can still have bad. a no nah, that's all right that's all right That's what happens when you actually plan You've got things to talk about (laughs) Me, I'm uh, more winging it I've got five dot points So we'll see how we go So uh, Collingwood in round two Just Again Just a better team than Carlton were Um, Carlton My note is just showed us a bit early But I just Can't help but think that they're just plain old Carlton Like Yeah Like Carlton be Carlton I've just
1: I've never seen a good Carlton team Ever in my lifetime I haven't had The pleasure to Do the same either And I would I actually do like Do like Carlton I've, I've always You know They're just the The staple of the league you yep. know, the old Navy blues But um, And I want to see Blokes like Crips And and that Like Have yep. a actually Really good year I want to see Levi Caswell Just tear up the turf On a Sunday Arvo But you're never Going to see that <laughs> I'm never going to see that That's Because <laughs> that Levi <let's>... <laughs> Yeah Bye bye Levi yeah.
0: um, The Cats got over the, uh, Oh yeah And that was the game That Darcy Moore Absolutely starred So Look He Yeah Was unbelievable In that one uh, The Friday night game The Cats Got over the lines By one point. One of the most I should have Watched this but I didn't need, I don't feel like I needed to watch any of the game except the last 30 seconds oh. when in the goal square, Zach Bailey catches Mark Blitzerves, the most cold holding the ball you can ever see. Blitzerves picks it up, tries to blind turn, Bailey just pins both arms, and Blitzerves just straight drops it. Straight, just, it's the most holding the ball you have ever seen. And it was given, it was called play on. Geelong rushed behind. They held on for the last 30 seconds. It's just like... I don't know. I know the... They reckon umpires are on a bloody fair bit of money for what they do. But I don't know. we Are just overwhelming them with so many new rules, which we might touch on? I don't know. But like, are there just so many like subjective rules that take so much concentration? We've just... We've we've fucking forgotten how to pay a holding the ball when someone drops the ball. Someone takes someone on gets tackled, arms pinned, doesn't dispose properly.
1: It's just like, that's the first thing you learn. I've never uh-huh. seen... Uh, there was a there was an example on the Thursday night of the f- round one where a bloke's just full. Like, he's taken a bounce, ran about 30 metres, and then tackled and literally just fell over and dropped the ball. And the umpire shrugs. Like, the umpire shrugs. Doesn't call play on, he just shrugs. And it's like... Like, are you actually, like, watching the game or are you just, like, so confused because you're worried about other things? Like, it's—I I, don't be me wrong. These umpires, they've got their work cut out for them a lot of the time, but, you know, they get paid the big bucks. Yeah. to play the like, fucking... Maybe, the game. <laughs> maybe we
0: just need to go back to bloody just letting them umpire the game. I don't know. Like, just give them more simple rules. I don't know. I feel like we've made it very complicated that <laughs> just, that should be bread and butter. Anyway. Um, the Swans train rolls on. Parks. The Swans, Swans train rolled on. Uh, our Sorry. So, couple of key points from yours. Texas kicks. He's gone five and then six. Eleven early. Early um, for Coleman. Buddy's back. Great to see Buddy back. Kicked three.
1: And just um, quietly, hats off to the SAG um, and and the Swans, whoever's up doing the marketing up there. But uh, they advertise tickets and sold tickets to the SEG for that game for $23 because it was buddy's return which I think is just elite awesome that's so good Um, and look as far as growing the game that's what you need and just like just
0: get people around it Um, Port I've gone on about (laughs) Razio Fantasia but Port just looked so good! I want to see us. I actually haven't seen anyone playing this week. Doesn't really matter. We'll beat them anyway. But um, but Portland was <laughs> <laughs> so good, it. and I'm yeah, so excited. Anyway, moving on. Don and um, and also Essendon is shit. Uh <laughs> Melbourne beat St Kilda. Now this was Spud's game, which was I don't know if you caught this one, Parks, but I was watching the couch, and they actually showed yeah. a really really great replay of uh gary lyon can be a bit of a divisive character at times yeah. but um both teams stood around the like the center circle and gaz was there with a microphone with uh plugger locket and a couple uh stewie low a few other um like legends and like yeah. close mates to yeah. spud and just talked about like you know reaching out when you're not feeling that good um like when you're feeling down, please reach out and just saying yeah. that it was all about like, you know, you play footy, you play footy to win, yeah, but you play oh, footy to be around people, to be around your mates. Um, of course. And so that was actually a really, really important message. Um, and it was the Ds who got up in that one. Um, mm-hmm. They ran away 18-point winners, which I thought St Kilda looked okay around one, but they only just got over GWS, who then mm. as well, who then lost miserably they got smashed by Frio, who again looked shit in round one so yeah i'm not really sure where the saints are it's it's round two it's hard to know where anyone is there's
1: a few people there's a few teams that are up up and down a bit um over over the one round one and two um Round three will have a few matchups i'll just had a look at the draw um there's a few matchups that'll be testing collingwood early collingwood and brisbane that's a that's a big one, Richmond. Brisbane, uh, Brisbane need to. Brisbane on the find road too.
0: Covid, so mm. uh, Brisbane can't go back to Brisbane. Mm. Now so they've been training out John. of Frankston Oval or somewhere yeah. like that. They've been stuck in Melbourne. And they're playing at Marvel. Yeah. Um, um. So that was meant to be a Brisbane home game, but they've swapped it to Marvel. So, look, Lions who are at zero and two need wins. Mm. Far out. That's this is big. big. Like time. Big time. Um. Suns dispatch North by fifty nine points. Yeah. Um, Stewie Jew
1: doing big things on huh? yeah
0: love to see it I, oh, I've got a real real soft spot for the Suns as well um, North yeah. are very very shit just firstly but um, <laughs> oh, that is so bad Isaac Rankin <laughs> are they
1: ever going to be good no <laughs> oh, really? um, I, it's, someone find are, them a new home they, they are, are so
0: so far off it um, just like you just got to look over the team it's like god you boys are a long way off I actually
1: um, would love I don't know if uh, anyone I know one person who's a North Melbourne supporter. And he, I don't think he would have watched a North Melbourne game in the last, well, be, as long as I could. It'd can be remember. hard. It'd have to be hard. <laughs> it, it would kill you watching your team just stink like they do. <laughs> They're
0: so bad. Um, and I think the big one was, like, the big takeaway that's exciting for the Suns there is that um, Isaac Rankin and Ben King. Kicked three each. They were the leading goal kickers, and uh, Noah Anderson and what's Lukosius's name? Um, no, anyway, Lukosius. Like it's their young kids who are 20, 21, 22 mm. who are starting to come through, and they that's where they look to. They're their key yep. players now. Yeah. Um. They're obviously getting it done to an extent. They got it done to an extent last week, last year. I think they'll yep. keep improving. Yeah. They like. You bring um, Rowley back into that team, Matty Rio into that team, yeah. and like, they've got a lot of improvement out of him. Oh, yeah. They, it, still, it still could be two years away, but we've got to be patient because these they mean unreal yeah. team of who's,
1: who's the worst back flanker in the league, did you say? Oh,
0: Sean Atley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sean Atley. So
0: when you look at, like, like obviously, I'm Port bias, but when you look at Dan Houston and Kane Farrell... Yeah. Coming off the back flank for Port Adelaide, Hamish Hartlett. some of the silkiest ball users you'll have, you'll see. Same yeah. thing with Richmond; they've got um, uh, name escapes. me. Uh, Jaden Short, oh, um, like halfback flankers need to be the silkiest ball users in the team, and this dude is terrible. He's I don't know, and he's played over two hundred games. Like in a team where. Like they need some experience. They need experienced blokes stand yeah. up. He's just been meh, very meh. Um, doggies rolled on. Doggies and West Coast is an absolute crack. I was of the an game. absolute game. I haven't written any notes, but it was I don't know, just an absolute crack. The same thing. Like just that dog's midfield is just unbelievable. Um, the Bont kicked the kicked the winner, um, and if you just look at like. Look at the blokes for the dogs who are getting the touches. So it's Jack McRae Bond, uh, forty-one, Bontempelli thirty, Daniel twenty-six, Libertore twenty-six, Dunkley twenty-five, Smith twenty-five, Chalor twenty-five, Hunter twenty-two. Just like how, how are you going to stop? Like like we were saying, I think you need I think you need seven, eight really dangerous players who can win your matches. Mm-hmm. How are you going to stop all seven or eight of them?
1: You can't match up against them. No. like you especially like I don't know there's only so much you can do to like plan to you know tag a team and stuff like that because the end of the day your, your players your midfielders have got to win their own ball to beat their their opponent but you know you want to tag the bond I don't know you take one of your best midfielders away to tag bond yeah. then Jack McCray is just gonna get three times the ball that Bond yeah, well, there. that's like you, okay. That's gonna, the thing. You can't stop or Oh, Bailey Smith. they will just go and run around, run rings around you. Like it's it's a constant. Like, just where do you go? You, you, yeah, just to catch twenty two. You can't win it. I don't think.
0: Um, and then, as we mentioned there, Frio whacked GWS, um, and <laughs> like they they won by thirty one in the end, but they were up by fifty points at yeah. Three quarter time, like they, JWS kicked a kicked a heap of late ones, which evened up the score sheet a little bit. Yeah, um, put wallpaper over the cracks, as oh, yeah. uh, as the commentators were saying. But uh, David Mundy, who I'm not sure, he'd have to be up to game three twenty all but now. He's thirty five. He's thirty five. He had and he had, had thirty five disposals at thirty five. Like, just keeps getting it done Guy's a good oh. player He could be, like I don't think he'd be In the sort of Pendlebury calibre Calibre no. But He wouldn't be that far off it If he played for a Victorian side Yeah, And we actually heard about him But He is He's been a very, very good player For a very
1: long time mm. And talking about Whacked I just want to jump onto this real quick Talking about Whacked um, Freya may have Whacked GWS But I'll tell you what GWS didn't come out without whacking one of their best players. Sam Reid oh. completely annihilated Nat Fife. Mm. Like, Nat Fife ended up watching the replay with his doctor afterwards because he was unsure of what happened. And he was like, holy fuck. I like, <laughs> got killed. Nat Fife <laughs> is a
0: huge man. Like, oh, yes, yeah. he's a midfielder, but I don't know how tall he is or how heavy he is. He's a big man. He's a big and boy. he... See, Reed just ran straight. Oh, no. Actually, Fife pretty much ran into him. Reed held his ground. Reed didn't. And move. he just. Fife just snapped anyway. Reed got two for it. Again, Fife probably. It was probably on Fife a little bit. He was the one who actually moved into him, created yep. the momentum into him. Reed just stood his ground. But again, elect to bump, you're in trouble.
1: Yeah, I, I think that Reed's probably. You know, it's it represented in the fact that he only got you got two weeks, not three weeks, compared to Danger. But in Reid's defence, he's standing there. You're not going to just let Fife run into you, like with his head. So you just put your arm there. That's what he's done. So I actually think that that one's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was stiff. But
0: once they elected, I heard this little thing. So once the tribunal decided that it was a bump and not a brace, which... If that's a bump not sure, a the brace, f- then what what the I don't f- know. It's all just semantics, but mm. um, yeah. Anyway, after that, JWS yeah. said, well, we can't win it because he's absolutely ironed him out. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. um, And then I reckon we just glance over the games coming up. Uh, Collingwood-Brisbane could be an interesting one as we touched on. We'll do a few um, tips, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Collingwood-Brisbane, I'm uh-huh. going... I reckon Brisbane. I reckon they'll bounce back.
1: I'm gonna go with Brisbane as well. I think that they they're finally gonna to have to go right. We've got to either pull their fingers out or else. And I think that the um the bubble per se yep. for them is gonna probably do them a little bit. I can do a bit. Of good. No travel. Yeah. Um. So that'd be good. Western Bulldogs will annihilate North Melbourne. Not even yeah. gonna
0: ask you for that one. Um. Adelaide Suns. I reckon Adelaide at home. I'm gonna uh, go. No, I'm gonna no, go yeah. Adelaide at home. But look. We're generally wrong on this podcast, so oh, we'll see what happens. Good at that. Richmond-Sydney could be an interesting game. I'm taking um, Sydney. Prime time, oh, like, uh, Saturday afternoon at the G. you love to see it. I'm going to back the Tigers. I think the Tigers will just get it done. But Sydney are up and coming. If, I mean, they're a danger team. You don't want to come Duh, up against you, them. They're rolling.
1: D- that we're rolling. We've got a couple of younger fellas who are just, like, running off, like, Proper energies at the moment and I think that I'm just gonna I'm backing the boys I reckon they're they're a chance against the ex-premiers and I think that we're showing a lot of people that we're a little bit better than what everyone thought we're gonna be Mm. Uh,
0: Bombers Saints on a twilight afternoon at
1: Marvel Stadium
0: I don't really care (laughs) I don't Um, care West Coast and Port Uh, I think Saints will win West Coast and Port in WA I'm gonna back my power I reckon they're I can the form team, but West Coast at home always very hard.
1: My only thing for Port is who's going to stop McGovern and Josh Kennedy from your rather—I oh, don't, don't want to say small, but your thin backline. You haven't got strength. You haven't got Mark Pitt in that strength. Jonas, <laughs>
0: Jonas Clery and uh, Leary will get the job done. Mark my no Nah, we'll but I—I'm also back in the PR. Oh, cool. Um and then Easter Sunday, forgot it was Easter coming up. Yes. Uh Carlton Frio <laughs> Meh. Uh I reckon Frio will get it done. I'm gonna back the blues. Yeah. Get their first one of the season. Uh Giants Melbourne at Marnica on mm-hmm. Sunday night. Melbourne are gonna get it done.
1: Marnica's um initial ground for them,
0: I believe.
1: Oh, I'll give the Giants a go, but I think.
0: Nah sorry. Uh, head, head says Melbourne, heart says Giants. I'll go Giants. And um, long Hawthorne. On the traditional uh, Easter Monday game,
1: the Geelong. Catters. Catters have to lift and get it done. Yeah. long will come through. Um, I th- I'm still a big believer that Hawthorne is going to be there about 15, 16 yep. in the latter. I think that they're pretty ordinary. Yeah. That's AFL.
0: Sorry to those of you listening along who I think we've nearly just clocked over the one-hour mark. Um, That's right,
1: Ways is sick of listening to us as well. Yeah,
0: so we better run through. Well, we always were going to spend a bloody year and a half on the. We had to cover AFL. two rounds. We so had to cover you two, have two to rounds.
1: allow double the time.
0: Well, um, we won't go game to game on the NRL. We'll just sort of pull out some key things. So in the NRL, Roosters sit in third. Price will be happy with the first couple of rounds, but yep. round three against my team, the Rabbits. Um, just went south a bit for rabbit Rabbits got out to a flyer Got the win And Luke Keary Out for the season With an
1: ACL injury Is huge That's huge, huge I think that the Roosters Pricey mentioned this um, The Roosters might actually Get under their salary cap Now that the amount of injuries <laughs> that They've got in their lineup. So um, Yeah no The Roosters Looking pretty grim For the rest of the year well, this those, I you know, don't know like They've got I, a fair few To back up But You
0: know I don't want to write them off um, but they'll definitely have to go searching they've got some holes they're halves they've got that young kid Walker maybe who I've heard and they've got that Joseph Suwali, yeah. um, who's that centre so look those boys might get a run they're all, but they're both on the 18 they're going to take time so. and
1: Brett and Josh are still the most consistent oh, wingers in the, yeah
0: in the absolutely They've got and Tedesco Tedesco's your your linchpin yep. your talisman um, and they're still sitting third so like Exactly, um, Titans are rising. So the Titans are sitting four. Where the line. fuck did they come from? No, no. <laughs> the Titans will be. They'll be good to what I've only seen one replay. They absolutely whacked. So I think it was Manly, who is. mean, they are looking. Oh, sorry, rim. it was Cowboys. It was Cowboys, which again doesn't really count. But when you go through like, David Fafita, is yeah. a huge pickup. He 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 and Big Tino. Yeah. Um, Storm Premiership player Last year AJ Brimson At fullback Like it's huge too um, I don't know Like it's not Amazing Mo Fodawaka, Um mm. It's not amazing But It's It's okay They'll be They'll be better yep. They won't be great But they'll be better There'll Than be of, there's What there's we've come to expect
1: s- From the Titans Bit of Steve Dank vibes About that one about come out of nowhere! The oh, <laughs> fucking wooden spoon to fourth on the yeah. ladder, absolutely pumping. Well, in. <laughs> wooden
0: spoon to fifth on the ladder. The dragons are actually going okay. Cool. Dragons, your your boys.
1: Did you um, Hear mates? to about um, Ben Hunt? He played like some like stupid like fifty four. I thought 55. it was like seventy one minutes. It was with fixed. a broken leg. Yeah, so like he a had shattered a shattered leg. He had like a broken fibula, which. Um yeah, it's not the most important bone yeah. in your leg but it's still pretty yeah, important your tip, your tip will hold you up but. <laughs> yeah but he just thought it was a corky so he kept playing and he ended up having a broken fibula I'm not sure I don't know if it was shattered or anything but it was definitely like broken it was, like, it was properly broken yeah um, and I just think that that's pretty pretty elite that's pretty sick it oh. makes me sound like an absolute Ooh. pussy He was
0: um he was tracking pretty well in the deli and voting just came out too. Yeah. Um. Trell's on top, and that's all we really need to know. No. Nah. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> Go Trell. Um. He'll lead the bunnies, but get that. Boy nah. in his
1: actual position. <laughs> but the
0: dragons are ticking along okay. Yeah. Ticking along okay, but I don't know. Uh, Zachy Lomax has also kicked about twenty five conversions, <laughs> like, like in a row baby? without missing.
1: He's doing what he's been touted to be doing. Uh, finally, like he's been um, touted to be one of the best in the in the game for a long time. Just another
0: quick one. COVID's gonna play an interesting role. The like Broncos, Titans, and uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. I mean, just gonna not help the Cowboys avoid the wooden spoon. <laughs> That's not really worth talking about. <laughs> Broncos probably aren't gonna be much chop either. Maybe the Titans won't be either, but. They're yep. going to have to move back to uh, Sydney, I imagine. Yeah, will Play their games in Sydney this weekend. So that'll be interesting. And the, the, shock old, the old, old COVID bloody rears its head again and oh. just can't shake it. If only ScoMo could roll out these fucking vaccinations, then we'd all be good. But,
1: yeah, that's nice story. Um, but the, I think the shock of the league at this stage is probably Manly. Manly just like. There's not Not there They're just doing nothing None Manly, of them are doing anything Mainly without Turbo Who pulled his
0: hammy uh On a Friday night Late Friday night yeah, Racing man. Some drunk Some other drunk dude Who called him out And said he could run faster than him So they tried to do a 50 metre sprint And Turbo pulled his hammy Oh that So <laughs> <laughs> That's a he's, he's missing out at the moment That was in pre-season So he's missing out Um Panthers and Eels are on top. Yeah. I think the Panthers. Panthers look really good again. The Panthers do look really good. Um, that was an unbelievable game against the Storm um, on the weekend. Yeah. Like it's so, mate, such a close tussle.
1: My mate Matty Burton, <laughs> <laughs> the bloke you got drunk
0: with once, is yeah. <laughs> now your best mate. No, uh, Matty Burton
1: had an absolute
0: golden boot game. He did. He played awesome. Um, um, Wags might be able
1: to help me with this. 153 metres or something like that, or 253. Nah, I, or something? Oh, I can't remember. Thought it was like, yeah, I thought it was oh, like 700 that, or something. Oh, maybe I've got the one, the seven mixed up. But he kicked a long way.
0: <laughs> um, um, and he's actually getting to go. So Cleary obviously comes straight back into that team. He mm. missed the last game with a concussion. Yeah. Um, but Burton's moved to the centres. Um, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see sort of how all that goes. But. I think the Panthers, like, I think they're going to be a really, really good team again. They'll yep. be there, there, will Big Eels have seemed to do this the last few years and just poke their head up, be top four most of the year, and then not mm. deliver. See if uh, King Guth and Moses and the boys can actually get it done. What
1: happened to Micah? You got Micah's hurt. still going. He right. got, well, got rattled last week, I thought. Maybe I was wrong. I was uh, pretty pissed after I was celebrating the cricket ground floor. I wasn't really watching much footy uh, uh, I did just see it in the corner of my eye I went that's Michael yeah. that's Jack Kelly's friend <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, you know some people yeah. do I do know
1: that <laughs> <laughs> I haven't drank with him though. I wish I have
0: but no I haven't um, that's pretty much the NRL for me again it's, it's early days uh, this podcast is about catching up and getting back on track and then we'll
1: try and get a bit more regular after that Finally, we'll finish off just a quick overview of the NBA. now as the we've super all, teams get
0: more super!
1: As we've all been talking about, uh, and you would have remembered, um, the BBL, we'll flash back to the BBL. Yeah. BBL is just a rainbow of colours that all blend into each other because they play each other. The NBA is getting a little bit like that to me, mm. especially with the fact that Brooklyn now has a salary cap like the Roosters. Um, ridiculously, The salary sombrero yeah, I think is the uh, Commonly used term Ridiculous that, There was a Stat up there It's Something stupid Like It's over 30 All star appearances Between all 6 Of their All stars Like it's 31 31 all stars. 41 41 Wags is just Wags, Wags is is Giving is us some fingers through. Producer <laughs> Wags Out the back there is It's just like Giving us a few fingers And um, 41 All Star appearances. That's just stupid. So an update on what they've got. So they're, they're probably the starting lineup that they'll run with at this stage. Once everyone's back and healthy, will be James Harden at point guard, Kyrie Irving at the shooting guard, Kevin Durant at small forward, Lamarcus Aldridge at power forward, which is their newest signing, and DeAndre Jordan at the center. With Blake Griffin coming off the bench with Jeff Green. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, I'm not sure if they're talking about whether he'll get back in time, but he was at one point, you know, mm. six man of the year, top, top, uh, no, top Spencer, five. No,
0: Spencer Dinwiddie's out for the year. I read that. You, you did you read that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they tried they you know to, what? today they tried to tra- trade <laughs> Matty Mallon's man, Kelly Oubre, for Spencer Dinwiddie, but the oh, Golden me. State knocked it back. That's pretty grim. Please don't do that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. That's just something else to add in.
1: Um, uh, Second one, LeBron James is injured. Now the Lakers just suck and they're boring to watch. I don't want to watch it. Um, And LeBron James is actually, while he's been off, he was getting a new tattoo today. He was... um, He's been streaming a lot of Call of Duty I've been watching. Okay, okay. Um, I actually haven't been watching it, but I've heard that he has been. Yep. Uh, and he's been signing other giants to join his team. So he's now got Andre Drummond, who has just recently signed with the Lakers. Um, he got released from the Cavs and he signed as a free agent. Um, and apparently he's
0: been hounding Steph to come and ever since the All-Star weekend. Yeah. There was a story that came out that he's just been hounding Steph to come and play at the Lakers with him. Yeah. So why don't we
1: just send... Every single good player in the, the NBA the Brooklyn. to two teams, and we'll play we'll play a twenty ga- twenty five game see, series. See who comes off on top. Like, well, what's the point? What's the point of I'm fucking wasting between now? and I don't now? want to watch Washington, Washington and Charlotte, but although that leads me on to my next point. Yeah, Russell Westbrook is an, on an absolute tear at the moment. Yeah, now, that bloke has been an, an absolute ancient figure for the last two or three years, ever since he won his MVP season, got a triple-double, averaged a triple-double, which everyone was like, that's unbelievable, that's so sick. Uh, Did the same the following year, and no one wanted a bar of it. Um, And has just been consistently just, you know, becoming more of a Westbrook than a Westbrook. And uh, last two games, the first game was against the Pacers, he got the win with... 35 points 14 rebounds and 21 assists becoming the first player in NBA history to have 35 or more points and 20 or more assists and 10 or more rebounds in NBA history like it's so ridiculous that anyone could even think about do that and that's all while um, with four turnovers now Bradley Beal is not currently playing with the Washington Wizards so he's had to take on a fair bit of the offensive load. He's doing it all but, on his own. But he's doing it. And, and hats off to Brody because he is just playing some killer. And then just to back, make that even better, he backed that up um, by coming up against Charlotte. Now, he didn't win this game, but he came out with 22 points, 15 rebounds, 14 assists with 5 turnovers. That's back-to-back games. And not, back, not just... You know, Saturday to Saturday. That's Tuesday then Wednesday. Yeah. That's <laughs> unbelievable. It's pretty stuff. good. And on top of that, he just ended uh Bismack Bo's life. <laughs> it with the probably the biggest posteriser I've up there with one of the biggest posterizers I've ever seen. It was sick little hezzy move on Gordon Hayward and just ruin that man's family. So, <laughs> yeah. it, it was pretty sick. If you haven't seen it, go do yourself a favour. I put it up on my um on my Instagram story, my personal one. I'll probably put it up on the on the Do, want to give, do you wanna give yourself a plug so you get a few more followers? I could do that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um other than that, you know, Utah just seem to be just keep winning. No one cares about Utah. Like I think um LeBron James said it an all star break. Utah's just the team that no one picks when you go and play 2K. So, it, why would you care about Utah? Utah just does their own thing in the background and then they lose in the finals. So. They still got Jamal Murray kicking around? That's Denver. It is too. <laughs> so close. Hey, colors, but are they wear similar colours. I'm pretty sure they're neighbouring states Colorado and Utah. Yeah, no, yeah. That, that's the reason. Anyway, I'll right, anyway. oh, stuff um, that up for you <laughs> Well, that was a good answer to the NBA
0: <laughs> Nah, one more thing So, this random dude I don't know if you know Stephen A. Smith Yeah, everyone knows who Stephen A. Smith Okay, is. that's good I What are know. you talking about? <laughs> but he's come out, uh, I think today And said that the emergence of super teams Is all of LeBron James's fault So, ironically, while Brooklyn have recruited 50% of the league or the league's top echelon of players, mm. and he himself is injured for four to six weeks. That, yeah, this dude then, just to top all that off, is just saying that this is actually all your fault, LeBron, because back in like 2010, when you went to the Heat and bought Dwayne Wade and... Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh with Bosch. you. Chris Brush. Um, when you, yeah, bought D. Wade and Chris Bosh, um, that, that started it all. The yep. super teams weren't a thing before that, so... Maybe valid point. I which, haven't watched it Which so.
1: I'd also just like to argue just quietly. Um, everyone just seems to say that about LeBron. That's their big argument against the GOAT status. But let's just say... Um, Michael Jordan had arguably one of the top small forwards to ever play the game in Scottie Pippen. And then possibly one of the best on-ball defenders and rebounders to ever play L- the game. Literally went and, and, bought, Rodman. Went
0: and bought Rodman. Yeah. It's, Kobe had Shaq. And Gasol at the same time, or is that different yeah, time? Yeah. Oh no, that were different times. Yeah. Okay, but you always you need a supporting
1: cast. Yeah. So, I think it's like, it's, yeah, I think it's pretty rich. But I just say like, you know, it, it says that it's all your fault, but that just it, it puts an exclamation mark on how great LeBron James is still at this day and age. Hmm. Like he's still making teams. Go, shit. We need six all stars to even comprehend going up yep. against the Lakers yep. in the finals. And the Lakers have got LeBron James, AD, who's you know, probably really the best good. power forward in yep. the game. And they've just added Andre Drummond, who's a great defender and rebounder. Um, had a few quiet years at Cleveland. But I'll tell you what, it's going to be an interesting couple of games of playoffs. It's going to be sick. Mm. I can't wait. Can you stop playing the rainbow of what the season is, and just go into the finals now. How, how much longer till finals? We're only just over halfway, aren't we? It's March, final start, um, playoff start in May sometime. Okay. okay. Still a bit off. Um, a little way to go. All
0: right. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, what are you looking forward to this weekend, Parks? This, this weekend,
1: um, AFL, I'm really looking forward to Richmond and Sydney playing. Yep. I'm really looking forward to that game. Um, going home. Yeah, that's exactly enjoy, what I was going to say. Going to enjoy, not destroying myself with the alcohol. Um, <laughs> I'd never do that, Mum. I'd never do that, Mum. Uh no. I'll be I'll be enjoying home and enjoying a little break away from from everything. Go and reevaluate. Watch, uh, watch some AFL. Watch MenRL. Get some really interesting opinions from my my brother and my father, who will just be Essendon and GWS buyers. <laughs> um, but it's going to be interesting. I'll get a couple of different perspectives and I'll just put them back in there. If, Russell, like, if
0: Russell can pull out a positive for Essendon,
1: then... Look, it's coming on the show. It's featured. That's, that's because unbelievable. Because we'll no doubt It doesn't we'll exist. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't exist. He's made that's it up. That's <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> no, That's good. That's good. I'm very similar I'm very keen to get home I uh, haven't been home in a little while so get home and watch the Weagles come up against Port watch that with Miggy yep. my little sister and the fam who were sort of Port supporters because I was such a mad Port supporter so well, should you, be good looking if forward to that got,
1: if they've got your head noise in the back of their head it's pretty hard not to be a Port, Port supporter that's very true That's very um, true anyway I'd like to thank everyone for sticking around if you get Get on this podcast. Make sure you give it a thumbs up if you can, and let us know how you're going. Let us know what you're doing up up for Easter. Uh, whether you're going home, um, we're always up for a chat. Flick some hologram, um, Ali. Flick some hologram, Malin. And, and we'll um, try. We'll
0: try and make this more more regular. Maybe, yeah. maybe it can be a, a Wednesday night. Wednesday night tradition. It,
1: sh- it should be just before the foopy starts. Yeah, foopy, on the, foopy on the telly. Enjoy.